Host. Now, I've got Ryan Dawson on the line. I'm going to bring him up in just a minute. But my entire show, first hour, kind of centers around what I was getting into. And I've got a little bit more to add here before I bring Ryan up. The D.C. Mafia, as I mentioned to you, okay, I, I, I played for you Marjorie Taylor Greene. All the things she spoke about, the gas prices, illegal immigration, inflation, the mafia cares nothing about these issues as they are too busy profiting on the death and suffering of the American people and people all over the world. Even the godfather Marlon Brando would be shamed for their actions. But I want to remind you the Clinton crime family and their phony pay-to-play foundation, the Bush crime family and the Carlisle group profiting on death and war, the Pelosi family profiting off insider trading, the John Kerry family profiting on the Biden crime family interized through his stepson, Chris Hines. But the coup de grace of all of this, folks, is and in your face in all of this is the current sitting imposter in the White House and his criminal crime family, family, a man that has been caught on camera numerous times smelling little girl's hair and whispering lewd remarks in their ear whilst their parents stand by helpless to intervene due to the current circumstances surrounding the said event. A man that has been described in his daughter's diary of showering naked with her in her pre-adolescence. And also, in case you don't know, the Bidens, and Ryan's going to cover this because I'm going to make him, <laughs> the Bidens bought property on Water Island. It's a stone's throw from Epstein's Island, an island of child rape, folks. But I'll let Ryan expound on that little tidbit while he talks about his documentary titled No Bottom, The Biden Crime Family, or I Just Wanted a Quick Sniff. Ryan, how you doing? Yeah, I just wanted a quick sniff. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's, seriously, seriously. Clinton sniffed cocaine, seen, I, I, Biden sniffs little kids, you know. What Clinton oh. said, you know, he's like, I don't like cocaine, I just like the way it smells. <clears throat> But, I mean, I know you've seen those video clips of him smelling little girl's hair and whispering lewd remarks in their ears while mm -hmm. their parents stand by helplessly and watch. He has so little self-control. He'll do that even when he knows he's on camera. He oh, it's just, disgusting. Maybe he yeah. just likes head and shoulders. Yeah, you know, uh, Ryan, I watched that video last week. I was very impressed with it, by the way. I'll give you accolades for the, the it. Corn Pops Revenge, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, you, you cover a lot of stuff, and I've touched on snippets of it here and there. But, I mean, you did an excellent, excellent uh, uh, job of just exposing the whole thing, connecting the dots. And this goes back to the Obama administration when Biden was the vice president. You know, and you're going back, all the way back to 2013 when he was in office with, with, with Biden. And I, I, I want you to start. Wherever you want to start. Yeah, I mean, I they gave their son-in-law a contract for a healthcare website that never did work. Okay. They're just giving them millions of dollars, and there are Bidens working in, you know, all these white-collar Ponzi schemes. Yeah, people. Ryan, is that the reason? Because I remember this. Is that the reason why, remember they were talking about the website was coming up for Affordable Health Care Act, which is totally unaffordable, and they kept throwing, it, it never worked right. And all the people that were trying to get in there were just disgusted with the fact that, you know, they would get kicked out and they couldn't, you know, uh, uh, graduate from level one to level two and all that stuff. And this went on and they threw millions of dollars at it. Yeah. And this oh, is the reason millions. why. And you're supposed to be able to go in and see, all right. If you're on Obamacare, you type in your stats and stuff, and it was supposed to tell you this is your new health care. This is the price. Thing is, with American health care, you've never known the price. You might know the price of your insurance every month, assuming you never go to the hospital. But we didn't have any, um, there was no transparency. So two different people could go to the hospital for the same reason and get different prices, depending on how much they earned and 
you know, and who they were. He usually got the bill after the fact, which was a problem. The, the very last thing President Trump did while he was a lame duck is he got health care transparency. Uh, but then that January, Biden killed it. <laughs> so. Okay, so, so I want to interject here that what you're saying is that this entire fiasco, and I remember it personally because of friends of mine and family members who were disgusted with this, are you saying that this whole debacle was caused by this nepotistic BS in mm -hmm. the administration by these family members? Yeah. And oh, my God. You know, it just, <clears throat> oh, they, they didn't, it was a little upstart that didn't do any business, substantial business whatsoever, and suddenly they've got a meeting at the White House. Uh, I guess it helps when your father-in-law is Joe Biden, the vice president. And you know, Obama just they call it Obamacare, whatever. Obama was a cutout. He didn't he wasn't in charge of anything. He was just there, you know, he had the charm. He was the right demographic and what it in their heads, you know. First black president causes uh slavery in North Africa again by invading Libya with NATO and handing the country over to Al Qaeda. Well, come on. He was leading from behind. We all know that, Ryan. Come on now. Sure, yes. Sure uh, no, I, I had but... Jim and Joanne Moriarty on my program many, many, many times who were there, who witnessed the atrocities there. And uh, unfortunately, Jim, uh, according to Joanne, they killed him. Uh, they killed him in the hospital. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm pretty familiar with that. But I want to take you back here. I had an interview with one of Gaddafi's bodyguards. It's pretty illuminating. Even Libya now, it's, it has not recovered. And it was, I'm not, I hate defending people like Gaddafi, but like compared to what they ended up with, with Salafist groups running around with rape gangs and things, all the things they accuse Gaddafi of are actually real now after the invasion. And that's another reason why, you know, the Russian state might be a little weary of NATO. NATO has invaded nations based on false pretexts and destroyed them. And who wants that next door, right? <clears throat> uh, I, I'm totally in agreement with you. I want to take you back because some of this stuff, I went, I, first of all, I watched a video, I don't know, a week, week and a half ago. And then I went back in to bone up on it. It was yesterday and it was gone <laughs> off the RVM website. So I had to contact Mike and say, hey, pull this up and send it to me so I can go through it. So I did go through it again. And, it's, you know, I, I was, some of the highlights, you know, John Kerry I mean, you've got a clip in there of John Kerry that's being, you know, indoctrinated into the Secretary of State, and he's shaking hands with Biden, and he whispers, whispers in Biden's ear, "This is great for both of us." But his, what is it? His stepson, Chris Hines, mm -hmm. is is affiliated with and up to his eyeballs in these nefarious activities, business-wise, overseas with China and Ukraine, with the with Hunter Biden. Yeah, he's and, a partner, Devin Archer. It's always the same trio: Devin Archer, Hunter Biden, and Chris Hines. They collectively own 30% of Rosemont Sentka, working with the Communist Chinese, with Bohai Harvest and BHR. And that's just one of their, they, they're all in Burisma too, which is owned, really owned by Burisma Holdings, which is Ihor Kolomoisky, one of the oligarchs of Ukraine. He owned the only oil refinery, which has now been blown up, by the way. But uh, this is the guy that selected himself to be uh, governor in Donetsk. And uh, the Nepra thing, and uh, all these different uh, Zionist oligarchs get appointed governor by a, a 
Zionist president and Zionist uh, <laughs> prime minister that came to power after a blatant coup d'etat and with the Maidan massacre followed up by you know stuffing people in buildings and setting them on fire and murdering children and then killing 13 to 14,000 people in Donbass so that these lunatics supported by the Obama Biden administration and as soon as Biden got back into office he upped it and giving them heavy artillery and so on now we end up with a war in Ukraine it was put on a a little bit of a lull while Trump was president but the violence continued throughout his presidency too but at least he didn't send them uh, the level of equipment that Biden did but he really did nothing about it either uh, but Kolomoisky has Joe Biden compromised because his son and the son of the former Secretary of State uh, plus Devin Archer were all working and getting uh, about $80,000 a month for no-show jobs which right. is something that Donald Trump brought up during the debates mm -hmm. and they denied it and you know Twitter denied it this is the pre Elon Musk Twitter but this they just said oh no that's Russian disinfo and then you have this giant laptop which has these deals on it in addition to utter degeneracy by Hunter Biden smoking crack and banging hookers and things Oh, I saw it. I know it's disgusting. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I, I put I, I all watched... this stuff out in 2020. I mean, this movie you watched was also out before the election. All this was known forever ago. It's just, but people like me aren't allowed. <laughs> I'm not allowed on YouTube or Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or any of the. Well, the maybe they'll let you come back on Twitter now. Possibly. Or they let Tucker yeah. Carlson come back. So, yeah. I think Babylon Well, I wanted to ask back. you, though, I, I wanted to ask a curious question. I mean, Chris Hines, uh, 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 John Kerry's stepson. Hunter Biden, uh, Joe Biden's son, the, the the trio, and then we've got Devin Archer. How Devin Archer's is in jail. <laughs> I know, but that was my question. Well, he How doesn't have it? a uh, a prominent, famous daddy. <laughs> is that it? That's the answer to the question. All right. He well, so you... he ripped off Native American bond. He had this bond scheme where they moved their the Indians' money around, ultimately in some banks in Florida. He got busted and. You know, the other two were privy to this, but they always slime away. It's kind of like Jeffrey Epstein. All his white-collar crimes uh, for, like, Tower Financial, for example, or the corporate takeover of Joe St. Minerals that he was involved in with one of the Bronfmans, uh, whose children then get busted in the Nexium cult, which was also branding women and, and a bunch of pedophiles. Yeah, it's Claire he, Bronfman <coughs> and... Uh, uh, Sarah, well, yeah. Sarah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they... um. But they, there was a corporate takeover with jo Joseph B. Tomei and was being financed by the Bronfman, and he partnered with Epstein, and everybody else gets in trouble other than the two connected to Israel. Bronfman, you know, Edgar gets nothing, Charles gets nothing, Epstein gets nothing. And when they did the, the scam uh, where they were stealing people's investments and, and pension money and everything else for their own personal uh, gambling... Uh, into Pan Am and other stocks and things. Uh, his partner goes to jail, Steve Hoffenberg, but nothing happens to Epstein, right? And this is a constant theme. Uh, the <laughs> the privileged class never goes to jail, uh, even though he was the architect of, of all of it. And the same thing with Hunter and Chris Hines of the Hines Ketchup Empire. They never got any consequences. Of course, 
they're never really involved in, a, in an intellectual capacity or anything. They're just there because they're access to their dads, you know, 10% for the bid guy, all that. Yeah. All they're yeah. doing is paying for access. They're paying Joe you know, Biden through his kid. They're paying John Kerry through his kid. The kid gets a portion uh, because they can't have a direct connection to, uh, at the time they were both, um, senators on the armed service committee and then later you've got a secretary of state and a vice president and now president that's what the communist chinese were paying for and the mayor so, of moscow and all that all that's true everything trump said about biden in the debate is true and real and yet you had all over 50 former and uh current intelligence people in the cia saying this is russian disinformation about hunter's laptop and it wasn't and it's right. not the laptop. There's three laptops. They're well, referencing let, the one in Delaware. Let me take you off in a direction here. When you're talking about Igor Kolomoisky, I know that he was the producer. He owned a television network that put together this show, Servant of the People, where they made uh, Zelensky the main actor portraying the prime minister. And then later he started this party, you know, Servant of the People party, and he uh, got... Zelensky elected. So basically, Zelensky is nothing more than another Zionist puppet of Igor Kolomoisky. Am I correct in that? Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> he made he made the television network not just for Zelensky, but it was a clever way of putting almost the entire cabinet on a payroll. So you can say, oh, I'm not paying this known Nazi thug uh, uh, for, uh, you know, X, Y, Z. He's just a comedy writer. You got to explain why they have this massive income. You say, oh, he's the assistant director of blah, blah, blah of this television company. He wrote a joke. And you can't really say concretely how much does it cost for this joke or that joke, right? So he could divvy out salaries to whoever who were totally, it was totally a way of getting around campaign finance laws and saying, oh, I'm not giving money to a politician because there's limits on that. I'm paying them for to be a writer on my show whatever mm -hmm. but he yeah. was totally just paying for politicians well on that subject and you're getting me off on a tangent here but off on that subject this whole cover you know this uh congressional hearing or whatever it was where where Zelensky made a speech in front of congress and all of the congressmen and the senators came out and touted him and said oh you needed to have planes yesterday and they're shipping over all this these arms isn't isn't this more i mean isn't this as much a cover for the crimes of the Biden family, i.e. the, you know, Burisma and uh, uh, the biolabs and so forth that these people are heavily involved in. I mean, it's political suicide if they were ever to be found out, you know, about what kind of nefarious activities oh, are actually going it's on. It's worse Go than white collar crime. I mean, Ukraine is the hub, not only for all this money laundering, but human trafficking, particularly into, into sex slavery. Jean-Luc Burnell, who was Epstein's number three guy. Who's dead? Who's dead? Yeah, who uh, who killed himself, <laughs> uh, allegedly, in prison, right. um, just like Epstein. <laughs> he well, was the one that was stovepiping models to Jeffrey Epstein, if you remember. He had Karen and then MC Squared models, which starts in Tel Aviv, big shock. Uh, and then he had offices that got expanded to New York and Miami and so on. But they were the... the kind of clever way of getting girls you could recruit them you could recruit children too because L, uh, Wexner's uh, L Brands had 
clothing lines and things that had children, so they needed child models. And that's how he would get in the cream of the crop and then feed them into these pedophile rings, which he was engaged in himself. He also liked to drug little girls and then uh, play with their bodies while they're dead asleep. He did that all around Paris all the time. Everybody knew what a lechy was. They had a 60 Minutes special on him back in the late 80s, early 90s, I think. But um, when he, what he did after Epstein got rearrested is he rebranded. He got out of MC Squared and he opened up a different office in New York and another one out of Kiev because most of his girls were coming out of the capital there in Ukraine. And he's another Kolomoyskyite. Kolomoysky's a lot like Charles Bronfman. He's like Charles Bronfman of Ukraine because he was the president of the United Jewish Community of Ukraine. And he was appointed in 2010 to be the president of the European Council of Jewish Communities, the ECJC. And he was a fellow uh, Ukrainian oligarch with people like uh, Vadim Ramovich, who founded the European Jewish Union, which now Kolomoysky is also a part of. So, you know, when you look at these, like... Uh, mirror groups of uh, United Israel Appeal and things like that in the United uh, U.S. Jewish Congress and things that the Bronfmans run. It's nothing to do with Jews. That's in the name, but it's just a giant uh, money money uh, procuring and laundering apparatus to finance um, illegal activities of the Israeli state. Well, and they've I, I, all I, been engaged in trafficking children. Obviously, the Bronfens, two of them are, got sentenced for it, but the very older mild sentences, though. I mean, very Keith Raniere's in jail for life right here down the road from me. And what's her name? That was uh, the assistant, the girl that was on Superman uh, years ago. I can't remember her name now, but she got a it was like a three or four year sentence, and they delayed that sentencing for quite a while, which I thought was kind of odd. Um, but on that subject, here's I one: James Fields, the guy in Charlottesville, got more jail time than all of the Nexium and Epstein uh, members combined. Me frog. Well, I'll tell you what: we got the we got the music coming up. I didn't. I, I was jumping around here a little bit. I want to pose a question to you regarding Antonio Gutierrez and Ghislaine Maxwell here when we get back, and we'll start with that. So we'll be back in three. Michael Herzog, the National Intel Report, with my special guest Ryan Dawson. Be right back. You want to hear more? Trust me, folks. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBtalk.com and join the social media revolution. Consider this. Dead people see only what they want to see. And frankly, most of us are still dead. Let me give you the lessons of gold and five easy lessons. Number one, don't buy it because you need to make money. 
You buy gold because you need to protect the money you already have. Don't ever look at the price as a barrier. Look at it as an incentive. Number three, don't buy its paper pretenders. We talked about that a lot. Buy gold. Buy the real thing in the form of coins and bullion. Fourth, don't fall prey to glitzy television or Facebook ads. Do your due diligence instead. And that's what I try to provide you with and have for 26 and a half years on the air. And 30 years in this profession. Fifth, don't allow naysayers to divert your interest. Allow yourself the right to protect your interests as you see fit. Jeff Bennett here. And one of the ways you can do that is to contact Kettle Moraine Limited. Contact me by calling or texting me at 602-799-8214. 602-799-8214. You can also email me at kettlemoraineltd at cox.net. Let me help you protect your wealth and your family today. Once again, call or text us at 602-799-8214 or visit our website, sierramadrepreciousmetals.com. Be glad to help you out. Be glad to answer your questions. That's what we're here for. No pressure, just good, hard, common sense. The decision then becomes up to you. People on earth, can you hear me? Came a voice from the sky on a magical night. And in the colors of a thousand sunsets. They travel to the world on a All right, folks, we're back with the National Intel Report. Michael Herzog, your Tuesday host. Now, Ryan, before we get, we're jumping around, to, but we were on the subject of Jean-Luc Grunel, the sex trafficking, and also Epstein came up. So with that, I wanted to ask you, uh, in your video, uh, there was a snippet that came up that I watched. Antonio Gutierrez, the, um, uh, what is he, the Secretary General of the U.N., introduced Ghislaine Maxwell on this oceanic property scam, whatever it was. And um, I, I, I'm curious, you know, the ties obviously go. Hello? Oh. Go ahead. Hello? Yeah, you're talking about Tony Guerrero's. Okay. Uh, we, we, got a, we got a feedback here. Are you with me? I'm here. Hello? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm listening. Yeah, Antonio Gutierrez. I've got a feedback here, Mike. I'm get. I'm hearing my own voice. Okay. I don't know, man. Something's something's wacky. Weird. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm hearing echo? my I'm hearing my own voice. Um. And it's feeding back about five seconds after I say it. I don't know, something with your Skype, man. Uh, and reconnect you at the break if you can yeah, make it. Yeah, go ahead and reconnect me. There's something wrong here. People out the earth, can you hear me? Came a voice from the sky on a magical night. And in the colors of a thousand 
sunset. He traveled to the world on a silvery night. Okay. I've got two connections going. Disconnect yeah. again. You on just one now? Is it good now? Hello. Hello, hello. Hello. You still good? I'm, I'm hearing music. I'm hearing voices. Hold on. There's something serious going on here. Are you in? Do you in two Skype calls somehow? Yeah. That's weird. It was fine the first hour. I know. Yeah. Everything's been fine. Hmm. I thought it was breaking up, but I guess he was stopping talking because he was hearing himself or something. Well, I can talk about the UN's relation to the Biden and Maxwell if that's what he was going to ask. Okay, okay, I'm back. Have you got me? Yeah. Uh, that was weird. I was getting feedback and I was getting music and I was listening to Ryan talk while I'm listening to my own voice as well. But anyway, what I was going to go right, to here. Go. here put you on there. Here you go. Okay. Oh, yeah, what I was going to go to here before this technical problem is there's a. There's a segment in your video where Antonio Gutierrez, the Secretary General of the UN, is introducing Ghislaine Maxwell with this oceanic sale of whatever scam was going on. And my question here is that is this obviously this corruption, Gutierrez has to know who she is. Uh, this corruption goes all the way to the top, number one. Number two, regarding Epstein and Maxwell, Maxwell is supposedly in jail awaiting sentencing. Epstein has supposedly committed suicide, which I don't believe. In your estimation, what's going on with these two? Do they have a connection to circumvent justice? Is is uh, Epstein still alive from your perspective? Is Maxwell going to actually do any time? Or are they going to go off to some, you know, St. Thomas Island and relax for the rest of their life? What do you think about that, Ryan? Uh, no, Epstein's dead. They killed him. He had, there were two autopsies uh, because the first one, ruled it a suicide the second one showed he had broken bones in his neck the one that mark epstein had done he's buried with his parents he's definitely dead there was no way they were gonna let him live he had too much heat on him and it's a lot easier to kill somebody than to do a body swap and all this other stuff i mean if you're gonna do that why arrest him in the first place that's uh that's epstein being alive is just is up there with like 9-11 kookery of trying oh. to take a real event that's super important and cover it in retard sauce like Alex Jones is a specialist at. The the UN introduction, I think, was Amir Dulsal, who is a right-hand man of Gutierrez, but uh, in my film, he's, he's introducing her to the UN for the ninth time, by the way. She had access to the UN through her Terramar project, her Oceans project, Save the Oceans. You know, her father died in the ocean, so of course she she makes this this so-called charity, which was just laundering money, um, buy a piece of the ocean. How is the ocean yours to sell? Was my question. But this is something she'd do. But it gave her access to the UN so she could rub shoulders with all these important people, which means she's got access to the, some of the most powerful people in the world and she can invite them to parties you know oh yeah come let's talk about my charity and of course here come the girls and the honey trap to debate but Amir Dossel is actually on the board of Terramar so it's more than just an introduction he's working for Maxwell all right and 
they he and Tony took bribes from Imlek Singh and Patrick Ho of uh, CEFC, the China Energy. So and of course Patrick Ho bribed Hunter Biden. He's the one that gave him a diamond and all that. And when he got arrested for some bribes he was trying to do in North Africa, his phone call was to Hunter. He wanted he's trying to reach Joe, essentially. Get me out of this. They didn't. And Patrick <laughs> was thrown in the same jail as Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> um, oh, he okay. might have had an axe to grind if you want to look at someone who wanted to kill Epstein. <clears throat> Well, you know, before I segue off into another direction, your thoughts on what, if anything, is going to happen to Ghislaine Maxwell since she's still sitting there awaiting sentencing, supposedly? Oh, well, she's being sentenced for two different things. She's got a perjury charge where she said she had no contact with Jeffrey Epstein, and she did. We have emails from as recently as 2015 between the two of them. And she's more famous, infamous for obviously her human trafficking. And they had four different uh, victims of that. The large chunk, the large swath of victims that would have gotten on in, involved in that case, she has immunity to all that from the sweetheart deal back from 2008. And so what they did is they found victims earlier than that, going all the way back to the 90s. Um, and then... Uh, and one from 2014 who that's what they nailed her to the cross for there but she's also got a perjury charge so she's already been found guilty of the trafficking and it, the perjury is kind of just extra uh, but she's going to try and fight it once that's done uh, she has no reason to protect these people and what she said is she's not going to give out names but she's not going to defend names you can't have human trafficking to no one but all the John Doe's are kept secret. But you can use the deduction game to figure out who they are. I've already built this giant Epstein map with uh, all the players we know of. Uh, sell it on my website. But it's fun because you get to sit there and, and mark off who, who's dead, who's in prison, who's lost their position. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You, you put have an that X for sale Brunel's on your website? Face, put right? an X through Epstein's face, you know, Weinstein's <laughs> in jail, and, and Maxwell's in jail, and she's never getting out. Uh, you had, like, Leon Black stepping down, Robert Kraft's in trouble, a lot of these people, the, you know, the Brompton's are in jail. Uh, it's fun to go through the map and when people get their comeuppance. But, uh, you know, the, the sweetheart deal was arranged by Barry Kersher, and an, another <laughs> loyal member to the Israeli state, by the way, got an award from the ADL. So did Dershowitz, who was another Epstein-Maxwell lawyer. Dershowitz is routinely defending rapists, and he's been accused of rape himself. But, of course, his defense is, <laughs> did I get massages maybe in another room while something else was going on in the building? Sure, but it was an adult, and I kept my underwear on. Yeah, he kept his magic <laughs> underwear on. Yeah. So, you know, he yeah. couldn't have raped somebody. He had his underwear on. Well, there'd be more credence to that if he was a Mormon, you know. I don't know, with the magic underwear thing. But, you know, <laughs> shifting, shifting no, he's gears Jewish. here. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Uh, I guess with, he couldn't rape somebody with his underwear on because with that layer of clothing, his penis wouldn't reach. Well, okay. All right, all right. We'll give him that. <laughs> uh, but there's so much here to cover. Um, you know, and I've, I've skipped around a little bit. Um, 
you know, in going through this, these these different companies that were being set up, Rosemont, Seneca, and Harvest Management, and all of this stuff, you know, all of this was set up basically in one way or another to enhance or enrich, you know, the Biden family through Burisma, through uh, these Chinese companies and so forth. I mean, before you came on, I was talking about well, they the, sold uh, nuclear secrets to China. I mean, this isn't just about profiteering. This goes against the national interest. Okay, this guy is sitting in the White House, Ryan. And my concern is, I mean, obviously, part of the this Ukraine, you know, the Russian incursion of the Ukraine and the selling the weapons to NATO and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's almost like the Iran-Iraq war is from the the United States perspective. You know, here, here's the weapons. We hope you kill each other. Yeah. But, uh, and and the, all of the evidence is going to be buried in the rubble, you know. Uh, from from all of these nefarious activities, i.e. the you know the uh, Barisma and uh, the bioweapon labs and all of this stuff, okay, that these people are up to their eyeballs in, and it seems like this has been undercover because we looked closely. I have in the past. And we had a bio lab in Wuhan, right, and that's still there, and they have physical genetic evidence that they are tinkering tinkering around gain of function research, paid for by Echo Health, paid for by the NIH. So they're right there. Dr. Fauci, Lord Fauci, whatever, he's no longer the rock star, moved over to Zelensky, but our own institutions from government illegally did weaponized coronaviruses in China, and it got out. That is true, that is known, but the media won't touch it. Hopefully, now that Twitter is supposed to have freedom now, supposed to have free speech, which is supposed to be an inalienable right anyway, uh, they can bring back Dr. Malone and, Jeff, and RFK Jr., excuse me, and, and others and all, all the people banned off Twitter for COVID and let the rest of the public know that. People are so ignorant about COVID because only one side's allowed to talk, and that's the BlackRock group, right? And the BlackRock used to own the majority. Uh, they were the majority shareholder of Twitter. They had the largest shareholder. Nobody had a majority, but it was BlackRock and Vanguard, you know, by the way both of those and they're making money off real estate if you force businesses to close all this commercial property depreciates then they go and buy it up and then they lift the restrictions and now they own all the property that's what they're doing so of course that's the message they wanted to push out on twitter but these people are so ignorant the people get all their news from twitter and three-letter networks like cnn or whatever they had no idea about hunter's laptop they have no idea about the wuhan lab being you know genetically traced right that's not man-made or it's not uh it's not from a wet market it is man-made i should say um because they took a real virus and played around with it until they made it more deadly made it transmittable to humans when it wasn't before people did that and people financed that and it affected billions and they're just Shh, can't say that on twitter these are the same people that thought kyle rittenhouse was an active shooter that killed a bunch of black people how how could you think that? Like, instantly you'd get corrected if there was free speech. You say something stupid like that, they go, no, Kyle Rittenhouse didn't shoot any black people. Actually, he's the one that was getting attacked, not the one attacking. Like, that could be done in seconds, but not when you're allowed, allowed to speak. They purged anybody that was defending him. If you wrote, Kyle Rittenhouse did nothing wrong on Twitter, your account was permabanned. Bam, gone. Because they had an ideological dog in that fight. And I hope Elon Musk can uncover all this. 
look at the shadow banning and algorithms and stuff and see all the people who got banned for wrong think and as you know on the msnbc cnn abc cbs and fox uh those aren't social medias anyway that's just whatever you know the american oligarch tells them to say they all say it often they have the same written teleprompter catchphrase all the way down to the local news the national news they all say stuff like uh Oh, Putin's attack was uh, unprovoked and unjustified. That was the line that Biden said, and everybody repeated it. Oh, too big to fail. Don't you think so? It's not even their own words. They don't even rephrase it half the time. It's total state propaganda and brainwashing. Totally. And there's so many things that if Twitter gets free and they allow people like me back on, They've already brought on like Tucker Carlson, Babylon B. Some accounts have been restored. They stopped blocking bit shoot videos. When it used to be, if you put before April 25th, if you put any, any bit shoot video on Twitter, it would block the thumbnail and it would say it come with a warning like this, is, you know, Twitter has decided this is dangerous because they didn't want any alternative to YouTube. But there was a lot on BitChute, including uh, almost 90% of the laptop's content is on BitChute. But it's the only place you could put it. You couldn't put it on YouTube. You couldn't put it on any of the social media sites. And most people don't have the ability to host you know, that much data on their own. And then how would you find it, right? So Twitter's already improving somewhat by allowing BitChute and bringing back uh, some of the more famous people been banned. But I want to return... Pepe Escobar, I want to return Scott Ritter, I want to return myself, Daniel McAdams, Peter Von Buren, all these people, uh, libertarians, I think Mike Rivero too, uh, who've been banned over nothing on Twitter, Should we should be allowed to return and report the news. But you know how the U.S. streets journalists, just look at Julian Assange or Ed Snowden, or going back to Gary Webb and some others who got even worse, they'll mm. kill you if they can. They know that the media is more important than politics. Every single war we've been in since, you know, from the Civil War to now has been started on lies. Because, well, with the Civil War, Lincoln just went and shut down 300 papers, so the only ones allowed to talk were the one on his side, right? Uh, that has been, from Lincoln to today, the state and media have been linked to the hip. So they lied about the Gulf of Tonkin. Uh, that never happened, although an American boat was fired on in the Mediterranean by the Israelis, but they lied about that too. Uh, the USS Liberty was attacked and Americans were killed and all we did was give Israel more money. In the Gulf of Tonkin, our ship was not attacked, uh, but we invaded Vietnam and killed two million people and lost tens of thousands of Americans. It's always a lie. They lied about Iraq. They lied about Libya. They lied about Syria. They lied about Panama. They lied about all these Grenada, you know, <laughs> what a joke. Um, and they're lying about Ukraine. And if you fix the media, none of these things would work. It doesn't matter who's in office. They wouldn't be able to get away with it if you had a functional press that would call them out on it. If we had a functional press that could just the blatant insider trading of the Pelosi family, for example, she wouldn't be Speaker of the House. She'd be in jail. So would Hillary. All these people. But the media gives them a pass. It always gives them the pass. That's why they hated Donald Trump so much, is he called them fake news. It's one of the best catchphrases ever. You're fake news. It's absolutely right. They are fake news. They lie to you every day. That's why, like, 
I, I think you guys are doing a fundraiser right now. RBN deserves a few shekels. Because online media is all we got at this point. We'll see how Twitter goes. Uh, it's only been a day. But what is your what is your outcome? What do you think uh, uh, the motivations or you know the agenda of Elon Musk is? Do you honestly believe that he is actually trying to bring back free speech to you know to counteract or to offset this constant barrage of propaganda that's being shoveled at us on a daily basis? You can't get worse than what we had. So I'll take it as a W regardless. Like the changes he made in one day for BitChute and Carlson and others uh, is already an improvement. I don't think he's doing free speech just out of principle like he's some Jeffersonian philosopher or something. I think he realized that free speech is profitable. The stocks already went way up. And I think it's fun for him. He's... He's got all the money. You could, he could never spend $238 billion, whatever he has. Twitter was fun. He liked the uh, the back and forth uh, sugar honey iced tea posting that would go through. And he likes the engagement. And it just became super left wing. And I think the woke mob has gotten on his nerves. I mean, he did move out of California to Texas. He's... Um, it's beneficial for him to allow dialogue because uh, he enjoys it. I mean, he gets in there and, and I can't say the word, but S posts just with the best of me posted a picture of a pregnant Bill Gates, right? Like uh, this is the guy, you know, it's hilarious to him to see the mudslinging, let's say. And yeah. when you have all the money in the world, like, well, he, you guys took away my toy. You banned everybody to the right of Karl Marx. Twitter sucks now. Oh, I know. I'll buy it, and I'll bring all those people back. If he brings back the Orange Man, the, you'll be able to hear the re from outer space or even Mars that he wants to colonize. But what we know for sure is he definitely believes in much stronger principles of free speech than uh, Dorsey and the next guy. I don't remember. He was so brief. He's gone now. <laughs> They didn't care. They'll no, ban you. He was you worse for, than Dorsey. I oh, can't he was. They'll either. ban you for saying men and women exist, right? <laughs> <laughs> One of my accounts was banned because I said men shouldn't play women's sports, and I thought it was clever because I'm like, wait, I didn't say trans women or whatever. I said men that we all agree are men shouldn't play women's sports. Well, that's true. Of course, we all know that they know. Are you, no, trans they can't. Woman I'm, is a I'm man. sorry. Men, no, no, no. It's birthing person sports, isn't it? Yeah. Birthing. Something along those yeah, lines. Exactly. Yeah. That, well, now Jim that's Saki. everybody because any men can have babies too now, according to the left. So. Oh, I know. But Buddha uh, Judge took two months off with his twins, and I'm still trying to figure out which one of the two got pregnant, according to the left. Well, you know, he had I don't to know. Feed them with <laughs> so, his uh, prosthetic breast suit that he would wear. Oh, is that what it was? Oh, okay. <laughs> They're okay. wearing a pair of fake tatas. With milk in them to oh, simulate uh, actual breastfeeding, couldn't just give him a bottle. Yeah. You know, he had to wear <laughs> he had to wear the gear and feed them that uh, way. Oh, uh, isn't it ironic that that all of these people that are being pointed into these positions of power are all you know LGBTQICH whatever the initials are next to their we name? Have our I first mean, female admiral who got Woman of the Year who has a oh, penis used oh to be the God. health minister. I mean, I I take why do we have at, a minister of health, a minister of this stuff anyway? Like, why is there a department of commerce? <laughs> commerce is going to happen on its own. 
a department of education. We already have it. We don't need a department to have schools and things, right? And all the department of ed does is benefit from the guaranteed student loan gambit where they borrow money and then lend it out for a higher interest rate than what they borrowed it for. That's all it is. They shouldn't oh, oh. exist. Okay, let me ask you this question because we're getting all over the board here. I had this, I had this litany of questions to ask you, and I've got to none of them. But just well, out of curiosity, watch the movie anyway. So yeah, it's I was going to say, so. folks, go ahead and watch the movie. What I just wanted a little sniff, whatever it is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's the Biden crime syndicate, and it, there's a map that you can purchase. With the movie's free, but the map is physical, so you have to pay for the map if you want it. But it I don't lays mind. It all out. Give me the website. I'll buy a map. I, I'd love to do that. Okay. ANC What's report. your website? Com slash AC report. ANC, like anti neocon. Yep. ANCreport.com. Report.com. Okay. You can go into the store and get it. I've got an Epstein crime map, a Biden crime map, and I have an anthrax timeline about September 11th. Oh, that's you're right into it. So the show's over. I love doing that stuff. Yeah. Oh, well, but I wanted to ask. It. People put it. It's a giant. <laughs> it's a bigger than a poster. It's big. Uh, but you lay that out on your wall and scare your neighbors. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's all of them, man. They're all on there. Okay. Uh, Greg, I could probably do a whole show on that. But I wanted to ask you, um, you know, regarding the upcoming supposed, you know, midterm elections, what is your perspective on what kind of shenanigans they're going to pull or if they have an election at all if they cancel the election if there's another outbreak with Ebola bleeding out of the nose you know <laughs> what is your what is your outlook on the possibilities of what could happen this right. November some some reason to have more mail-in votes I love well the problem is there are a lot of states the ones that will always be blue are the ones with no voter ID because if you don't have any kind of identification, there's nothing to prevent somebody from voting more than once or voting from the grave. You could just get a bunch of mail-in ballots and fill them all out for so-and-so, and nobody checks. Once they're out of that envelope, all you need is an address. They don't know where it's from. You can make up a uh, return address. They don't put that in the, write that in the machine or anything. They just take the vote out and run it through. This one's for Biden. This one's for so-and-so, whatever. Uh, if you don't have voter ID... You never, you don't have a real democracy. You don't have a real election. Now, within the states that did pass voter ID laws with signature verification and so on, like Florida, you're gonna see deep red. It's gonna, it's gonna be uh, the red wave. F forget about it. It's just gonna be the Kool Aid Man both persons through the door. There won't be any blue. They, they have no legs to stand on with the supply chain crisis and hyperinflation. Let's call it what it is. Uh, and grooming kids in school and then the Ukraine fiasco and the stupid sanctions that are just shooting ourselves in the foot and, and then of course the the uh, vaccine mandates that pissed everyone off and masking up kids in school all everything they do is not only wrong and bad but hated by the public and so they're gonna lose and they're gonna they're already jumping off the sinking ship i mean that's why they came out with the hunter laptop recently it's just throw biden under the bus even his own party needs to separate from him because he is nothing but an anchor uh, so they're going down but in places like california and new york it won't matter how bad they are because you don't really have they don't really have fair elections they they let illegals vote they let democrats could you know activists can vote a hundred times things like this because there's no voter id and the very first thing, look at it, HR1, what is it? 
it's on banning voter ID. And people that said, no, you need to have an ID to vote, they came back at him calling him racist and saying, this is the era of Jim Crow. You're trying to limit who can vote. Yeah, you're trying to limit it to citizens, one vote per person. That's not a limit. That's how it's supposed to be. That's the law. You are not making it so easy to cheat by saying, oh, you don't need ID. I trust you, buddy. Yeah, you could in New York, you could vote in one county, drive over, vote in another county. You could do that all day because they don't check. They don't even mark your name off the list or anything. So, I mean, that if we again, if we had a functional media that said, hey, do you know they don't even check ID? Well, how do you know if someone's voted already? You don't. That person can come in and vote as themselves, vote as someone else, vote as another person, vote as another person all day because there's no ID. So all you got to do is know someone who's not voting or just go down and look at mailboxes and write them down and then go in and vote on behalf of everybody. And that Jim person comes Trump. to actually vote and they go, no, you've already voted. <laughs> well, let me ask you, let me ask you this. Uh, as long as we're on the subject of, of voting, uh, and the theory, the laptop was brought out by the Washington Post, I believe, in the New York Times. And they finally, you know, they admitted that it was true. Yeah, after and so, after Biden put sanctions on Russia, which pissed off Wall Street because the backlash ended up hurting themselves. Okay, so you don't think there was a motivation here to ultimately throw Biden under the bus, blame all of the, you know, the bad things that have happened to the public over the past year and a half on Biden, and then slip, you know, take him out under the Twenty Fifth Amendment, stick Kamala Harris in, and have her appoint Hillary Clinton vice president? You don't think that would happen? <laughs> what a nightmare! I mean, it, Kamala Harris, Mrs. <laughs> Russia is a big country. Well, there's dirt on her too, but they came out with it. Uh, they, I think, also Russia was going to come out with it anyway, so they had to preempt it. But no, he made Wall Street mad with these sanctions. So they're there because look, the oil and gas isn't the thing. We only import three percent from Russia. That's not the problem, and that's not what's causing the shortages. The shortages are his Build Back Better spending bill and equity hires and all that. There, you know that the inflation was going and going at the pace it's at before the Ukraine fiasco started a long time ago. We've already had a hike of gas prices and food and everything else. But the sanctions on fertilizer and grain and some of the other things from Russia that we do use, uh, that's going to sting and that's going to cause pr problems. And the global south could even cause famines if we don't, if uh, the rest of the world doesn't issue out some sort of corrections. Um, well, is anybody sane enough in in this administration to realize that and no. to you know? They no, don't care. Of course not. They want to depopulate. No. That's, uh -huh. that's what that's their stated goal. Like, let's let's say what depopulate really means. Kill a bunch of people. That's what that means. <laughs> I mean, I'm laughing, but it's not funny. No, it, it's uh, it's okay to laugh as a defense mechanism. I mean, I, it's you have to, or you'd lose your mind. It's so ridiculous. These people, they don't care. They don't care what happens. There are already shortages in Sri Lanka and Spain and all that. They're having, it's, they compound this problem like, oh, you're going to make even less gas after you close down the pipelines and you're having, because that's another thing they could have done. You could reopen. They're already built. No, we're going to close down pipelines. We're going to have, we're going to. You can't just replace it. He couldn't get any oil and gas from the Saudis. They wouldn't even answer the phone. I don't think the Saudi princes really uh, like the female vice president either. They just think that's hilarious. Um, but was, I mean, they didn't even allow women to drive until a few years ago, right? 
But, you know, Kamala Harris is, they've already been calling her president, right? Sometimes even Biden calls her President Harris. Uh, and she would be, that would be the end of the United States. That's, well, uh, that is, other than Douglas Fife, the dumbest politician in the history of the country. Well, you know, you know, I saw a clip the other day that to me was, it was funny, but it was just as scary as could be because somebody dressed as the Easter Bunny was playing Biden's handler. <laughs> and Biden would get up and start talking to people and the Easter Bunny would get up and start waving and say stop and then guide him to wherever he was going. And, you know, it's a bit of a joke that the Easter Bunny is actually, you know, directing our president into what to say, what to not say, and which direction to walk. I'm surprised he didn't get up there and say happy 4th of July. Well, his wife had to tell him to wave. Okay, because you know they were Easter Bunny was waving, she was waving, and you heard him whisper. She heard her whisper to him, say, "Honey, wave, wave." And so he raises his hand and waves at the people. I mean, this is pathetic. To a man like this laptop coming out, he knows his days are numbered. Did you see him shaking hands with John Cena? (laughs) He's Uh, out there doing the invisible handshakes. Uh, Turned around at the podium to shake hands. There's nobody in front of him. Turns another. Uh, 90 degrees behind him and shaking somebody's hand. Nobody's there. He's just like in his head. Yeah, you know, shake this person's hand. Shake that person's <laughs> hand. There's nobody there. How He's did we it. devolve to this? I mean, you live in Japan, right? Can you imagine okay. the stress of being Joe Biden, though. Your 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 son, your son who married the widow of your other son who died of brain cancer, who you guys raised four million dollars for and then didn't spend any of the money on cancer research. Uh, cheats on her with a hooker who he gets pregnant, which he denies, and then she has the baby, and it's genetically proven to be one of Hunter's uh, bastard children. Uh, this guy's tapes are all out, and he's doing deals with the communist Chinese and oligarchs out of Ukraine, and the money's going to you, and you're on tape doing quid pro Joe uh, with Ukraine, what you impeached Trump for, you're actually guilty of, and you're on tape again bragging about what you did at a CFR meeting. Like, all this can come out, especially if Elon allows things on Twitter. You're toast, Joe. Like, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Everything in my film and any and everything that's happened since then, because I made that in 2020, everything that's happened since he's been president, all that corruption could come out now that there's actual functional media. He's done. So he's already old and losing his mind. The stress level of all that and the biolabs being uncovered by the Russians, like that guy, he can't sleep at night. That's why he I sleeps don't all think day. he's cognizant enough, Ryan, to even care. I don't think he even knows what kind of trouble he could be in. I don't, yeah, you know, that's you think? why that's why, you know, every president ages tremendously. Like you see him get in. They look one way. Four years later, half their life is gone. Right. From all the stress. Right. Yeah. They're all stressed out because they're all liars and crooks and thieves. And that's with when the media is on their team. Think of this now. There might be a media outlet, a major media outlet, that is not on his team. That's just neutral. Well, that's the end. That is the end for all of these people. If Twitter allows free speech, all these crooks are done. Because someone like me, if I get my account back and all my followers back, I could pump out stories every day about the corruption for pick somebody, you know. That's why I get banned. But Biden, I mean, he's such a career criminal. He's been like that his whole life. So is the carries. I mean, they work with the Boston Mafia. Uh, These people are scum. And the only thing that hides it is the press 
refuses to report on any of it. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I just got a message here. I'm having some technical issues. I just got a message here from Mike, my board up. We got two minutes left. Oh, no. uh, any, <laughs> anything specific you want to close out with? Well, I've got a telegram if y'all are following the daily Ukraine uh, war. I'll call it a war, not a special operation. It's a war. If you want to follow us on Telegram, and of course the website is the Anti-Neocon Report. It's ancreport.com, and we're doing reports and podcasts every single day. And of course, if you want the Biden crime map or the Epstein map, we sell them on the site. Just go to ancreport.com slash shop, or click the tab on the top. Now, where's where's the map coming from? Japan? Am I? No, we, it, we print and sell them from the U.S. Oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah. So, how's it going over in Japan, by the way? I mean, you're having fun over there. What's you know? Well, Japan <laughs> looks like the music's going. Yeah, Japan's been fine. We, um, yeah. other than travel restrictions to other countries, we don't have any effect from the co- from the branch idiots over here. But uh, I feel sorry for everybody else. All right, well, listen, it's great having you on. It's good catching up with you. Well, yeah, I mean, long that's time just to tip, see. Yeah, uh, tip the iceberg. I'll have you back soon, okay? All right, Thanks everybody, for should on. go watch it. the Biden film. I'll give it to RBN again. Okay, all right. I'll talk to you later. Thanks, Ryan. Bye-bye. End of another show. We'll see you next time, folks. Have a good day. <laughs>